0: Hello, Tomies. The DM Dave here. Just some quick announcements before we get into our episode. Our first announcement is that we're going to be at SaltCon. SaltCon is a little gaming convention here in Utah, and it is being held on March the 2nd through the 5th of 2023. We're going to be there, we're going to have our own little table, so come visit us and we'll have some merch there as well for you guys to purchase. I will also be running some games there, so if you guys are new to D&D and want to learn how, I will specialize in how to teach people how to play. Or if you just want to sit down and play with me, you're more than welcome to come as well. I will also be participating in a panel with some other podcasters here in Utah, so that'll be a fun thing for you guys to join as well. For more details about what's going to happen in SaltCon, keep listening to our Solemns column. There we'll be dropping more information as we receive it and as things get planned out. The second announcement that I have for you is that we have a mailbag coming up. Submissions are coming in now and they'll be received all the way up to January 31st. That'll be the last day we receive it. That's the cutoff date. How do you submit a question you ask? Well, there's many different ways. Through Twitter, you can ask us through Instagram or on our Facebook fan page. But the best way that you guys can submit a question is through our email. And that is chaosbarredpod at gmail.com. That's the best way that we can categorize it and get it on the list so we can answer them. What questions can you ask exactly? And you can ask questions about the story. You can ask questions about our characters or just ask us questions about us, you know, as the individual peoples at play. All questions are open, and make sure that your questions are family-friendly. Well, that's all the announcements that I had, so let's get to the episode. You are listening to Tones of the Chaos Bard. Welcome to Tomes of the Chaos Bard! Let's get ready to roleplay!
1: In this corner to my left Henley the Horrible (laughs) Buddha (laughs)
0: <laughs> Every time we break her
2: I <laughs> lost her now gosh, gosh. <laughs> Lila the Magnificent and Garrotha the Angry
3: Roscoe the Man <laughs> oh. Nobody likes Roscoe <laughs> <laughs> No,
1: fun. Fun. Fen, 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 Fen,
0: He's the crowd favorite, though <laughs> <laughs> so we all know he's going to lose. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yours,
4: yours,
0: your thing would just be boo,
1: boo. and I go <laughs>
5: yeah.
1: <laughs> no matter what, win or lose, I'm like yeah.
5: <laughs> they love me. Okay, last time I was able to catch up with the group. Me and Joanna, we flew down the cliff after I jumped off the cliff and we caught up with Silenor and then we went into this secret entrance that led us into this cave and as we were in the cave we met up with uh, we met up with Roscoe, Lila Garotha, Boudreau and Henley and as we were in there Boudreau was talking to these two creatures that looked like had like I'm assuming it was green skin, and they looked kind of like lizards. I had read about them in books. It was kind of cool seeing them in person. And they t- one of them looked f- pretty frail and um, elderly, and they took him upstairs to nap, I guess.
1: <laughs> She's taking a nap.
5: <laughs> I guess we're going to solidify plans to catch the some people that were captured. That's exactly what happened.
3: Now we are... Yes, Roscoe. Um, side note. I'm just thinking about it. I I imagine why I was previous episode in mm-hmm. the back throwing knives at the wall yeah. I was catching Fenrir up on kind of everything that's happened. Why Selenor was with <laughs> us. What's kind of where we're at in the process so that he's aware. Perfect. That...
0: That makes things a lot easier. So you're caught up Fenrir on everything. Um, you guys are now all on top. You just laid uh, Uncle Popcorn in bed. He's now rest. resting. And you guys kind of leave that little room back into the big room. And Janky like, just starts kind of s- sniffing people out.
1: <laughs> like literally man. sniffing?
0: Yep, literally sniffing. I love it. Boudreaux, this is nothing...
1: Nope, I'm I don't do for you.
0: Just, they're <laughs> checking out their environment, and sniffing around. So each one of you, he's up in your business um, type idea, just sniffing around. Hey, Link, it's like,
6: um, not so
0: close.
1: Oh, uh, They don't like that janky.
0: <laughs> well, that's how I figure things out. You know that. We got to check out our environment.
1: I know. That's what I said when I came. But I came up to this old lady and like, <laughs> she didn't like it. When I first came into contact with human or whatever. Okay, so, I don't so. So you're supposed to be like, look, I'll show you, I'll show you. Okay. And I turn to Henley and I go, hey, girl. <laughs> Listen. Oh. <I'm> sorry. <laughs> Flashback to episode one. <laughs> Poor girl. Uh, who are you? <laughs> that that's probably why Boudreau does that. <laughs> he's like, "This is how you get to know people." <laughs> <I'm> sorry. <laughs> that's so funny. Hey, girl, who are you? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. We can go back. So,
0: Janky, like, does the same thing. Gets this like cheesy smile on his, you know, weird, TV teethy smile, and Indraconic. He's like. Hey, girl. Yeah,
1: that good. She like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Does the same thing to Garatha <laughs> Hey, girl. <laughs>
1: Except uh, has in no common? idea.
0: No, it's in it's in uh, draconic.
1: Buter is like giggling a little bit.
0: Henley translates. He said, hey, girl. And then he looks at Roscoe and says the same thing. <laughs> and and then he looks at Fenrir and says the same
5: Henley
6: thing. Henley says, he says, Hey, man. <laughs> no, just he's like,
2: going to say a girl, every
6: single time. <laughs> I know, but Henley translates it as, hey, man.
0: Then looks at Boudreaux, he's like, was, was that good? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: While they're having this conversation, I'm going to lean over to um, Henley and be like, can you teach me draconic? This is weird. <laughs> um... I don't know if I'm good enough to teach. Just the basics.
0: ¿Dónde está el baño?
2: Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Where's the bathroom? Um, Hi. I can Holy. try, but their
0: dialect is weird. Okay, so Jane, you're kind of filling him in on, Boudreaux, you're filling him in on, <laughs> don't, don't I'm be I'm teaching awkward.
1: him uh, with... with
0: what are they called again? When I'm human. <laughs> when and I'm, I'm gonna, gonna be. <laughs> be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> gonna blow my heart. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna live the high life. <laughs> I'm gonna
0: do my well, best. What well, well, were you gonna say, LT? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> then we'll just... So you're just filling them in on like...
6: Customs. As best, customs. As Boudreau,
0: best as Boudreaux understands the customs <laughs> <laughs> of personal space. Is there anything that you guys want to discuss before we
2: Um, move
0: on to the next adventure?
2: After he's done, gone through like the basic customs, I'll go up to Budra and be like,
1: Why'd he call me, hey girl? Well, that's how you like supposed to, uh, you know, like, uh,
5: (laughs) introduce yourself? (laughs)
1: Yeah!
2: (laughs) (laughs) Budra, you know, that's not how most polite society actually introduces themselves. I a- met
1: this guy though, and he told me that's how you do it. He told me to smile like a, like a nice looking guy. And then everybody love you. mm mm-hmm. so e- e- Everybody loves you anyway. Yeah, because I, I have a good smile. <laughs> <laughs> that was his smile, by the
0: way. <laughs> smiles come with side of- sound effects.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, you do have a real nice smile, dear, but the the hey girl's not necessarily needed. Usually it's how do you do
1: or nice to meet you. How do you do? <laughs> how do you do? How do you do? <laughs> That's funny. That's a good joke. I like that. <laughs> uh,
2: okay. I
6: don't think she meant that as a
5: joke,
2: Boudreaux. <laughs> I'm just going to go back over here by
1: Joanna now.
5: Jinky, how how do we Where's posh? I Like
1: do you interpret. know how to get there? I yeah. interpret for him.
5: Okay.
0: And he shrugs and he's like we, she was up in the in the canyons up there. Not in the canyons, but she led us to the canyons. She pointed us in the right, in this direction and then she continued heading north. She went
5: back down. How far of, how long of a journey is it from here to where you guys parted ways oh it was probably about three four moons so not too far less than a week three four moons that's three or four nights three or four sleeps
0: yes and just so the audience knows boudreaux is translating this back and forth
5: and could you lead us there
0: and he looks towards uncle popcorn he's like i'm i'm not leaving his side
1: He's not going to leave his side, and we can't until we get the staff to.
5: Right. But he would be willing to in the future.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Janky good, yeah. Janky good. He gives him a thumb up. Janky a thumbs up. Henley is
6: going to walk over to Willow. So, Willow. Yeah. Um, I need to go do some reconnaissance in town. Without being seen, is there a way out of here that is more covert?
0: Uh, Yeah. I mean, there's a little passageway that me and Bujo take to get in here. Can you show me? Yeah, yeah. It's just right over here. So he takes you over. So there's the big room, right, that you guys are standing in. He takes you over to this trap door, and he opens it up. He's like, yeah, we just go down here. And then we come up in into the healer's hut, okay, back in the bedroom with when me and Boudreaux were in, in our little hammocks.
6: that's perfect, and Henley pulls up her hood
0: <laughs> but you're you're gonna go in you're gonna go into the the hollow should I not i mean what what kind of
6: things are you going gonna be looking for? more information about
0: how that they were captured. Oh, you probably want to go talk to uh, to Ajuna. She's kind of in charge right now since Jakaris is not here. Is she trustworthy? Uh, as trustworthy as a tiefling is, I guess.
6: Okay. Um,
0: we, Jakaris trusts, trusts her, so.
3: Yeah, at that point, I would probably pipe up and say, you know, <clears throat> I've worked with her and I was going to go talk to her anyway. She's probably going to be of the most trustworthy people right now we can get in here apart from present company.
6: And do you know by chance where she's normally located at this time?
0: Um, Well, I mean she could be you know doing some scouting herself or she could be in um, the offices I guess or she could be checking down. I would guess she's bound to be in the hollow somewhere. Okay. I mean I guess I could walk out there and check things out before you get before you go there and deliver a message, maybe That's
6: a wonderful idea. Could okay. she meet us here?
0: Yeah, I could I could possibly she doesn't know about this place. Or but... in the healer's hut. Yeah,
3: I could bring her to the healer's hut. Hmm? Tell tell her that Roscoe would like to meet with her and that give because I don't know she'll she'll know my name. Correct. She'll know L- Lila's Lylan Garatha, and she'd know Roscoe more
0: than she'd know everybody else because she worked with them more, correct? Okay, yeah, I can do that. Um, I'll, I'll be right back. And you see him just crawl down, crawl down the hole, and it's a dark hole. So eventually, like within five or six feet, he just disappears. About a half hour, 45 minutes later, he starts, you see him pop out of the hole. And he's like, okay. I, she's waiting in the front door, so.
6: Okay, um, you and I, Roscoe? Yeah. Okay, I make sure that I have the map. Okay. And everything so that we can
2: discuss things.
0: Is anybody else going to go with them? No on a Fenrir? Going up to meet Juna.
2: Garatha wants to, because she wants to discuss like tactics and things like that. But at the same time, she thinks it's if the two others are going, if something were to happen, somebody with some sort of muscle should probably stay back. Okay. No offense, Fenrir.
5: <laughs> I think the less people, the better that go. So I think two people is plenty.
0: All right, well, I'll, I'll lead the way. And he starts climbing down the hole, disappears again. Henley... Summons dancing lights because it's dark. Okay. Uh, So Henley goes down first. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you start heading down, but as you're like looking down, you don't, and the dancing lights is going around, you don't see a bottom. And eventually, same thing with Roscoe when you end up going down, because you can see her lights, but they only do light around her and the ladder that's in front of her. They seem to dip down, but there's nothing. Then all of a sudden, it feels like you guys get flipped around and now you're climbing up. It's a weird sensation. And Henley's like. (sighs) And you look up, and there's Willow sitting on top going, Come on, come on up. A little
6: warning would have been nice.
0: Oh, (sighs) sorry, I'm just used to it.
6: (laughs) Uh, Henley's like trying to stop herself from panicking a little.
0: Right, and your dancing lights come out of the hole when you climb out. Roscoe, same kind of idea.
3: Suddenly, you were climbing we'll call, down. Kind of look down the hole and be like, "That was weird."
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, it's been pretty handy. He, he shuts it and then he covers covers it with, with a rug. He's like, "Yeah, we got this off some some uh, merchant tiefling guy that was here a while ago." Merchant Henley tiefling rolls huh? her eyes. <laughs> yeah. He he got an interest in in Rochelle and her work and stuff like that. And and she asked him if she had some kind of contraption like this, and he was able to find one.
3: What a guy. I think he was a
0: crook, but... He gets around, apparently. But yeah, Juna's over here. So you guys go out into the main area, and there before you is a purple tiefling. Her eyes are pure yellow. Like you don't see pupils or anything. They're just pure yellow. Her horns are very thick, tightly round horns, like a ram, just a lot more tighter. She she's pretty tall and lanky, but she's athletic built, and she has a few daggers in her belt. Like you you can tell by the way she's dressed, she's more stealthy than more hand-to-hand combat type idea. Lurks from the shadows, Roscoe, you would know that she deals yeah. more with that. She's pretty much the head scout for Dracarys. If Dracarys needs something scouted on, figured out, that's who he talks to. And, he, and she's just been the one that he's depended on for a lot of that stuff. And she stands there and her arms are folded. So, you wanted to talk to me. It's Juna, right? Juna. Juna Locke. So I'll walk up and be like,
3: good to see you again, Juna.
0: Yes, I did not expect you to come back.
3: surprise. What's going on here? We've heard some kidnappings and some bandits have been causing some problems and stuff. Can you kind of give us a a rundown of the situation here? Mm, Yes.
0: I'm Henley, by the way. Pleasure to meet you. Yes, we've had lots of issues with these bandits lately. They... uh, Just came in one day, about a week after you, your group left, and they've just been harassing us more than anything. Then they took Balorin and the cleric that was here.
3: Do you know, I mean, do you know who's behind it, or?
0: I don't know names. We've been trying to figure out, trying to get into their little hideout to see if we can find some reconnaissance, but they have locked down the mines as well, and they have some... Some kind of scarecrow. S- scarecrows, right? Yes. We have lost many f- to them.
3: Yeah. There's there's something else. Uh, Henley, can I borrow that map for a second?
6: Yeah. Here you go.
3: So we've got some information that might be prove useful to you. She takes the map. This is a magic map. I call him Mappy. I <laughs> um, <clears throat> do
2: not call him Mappy. Do you really?
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, apparently I did in the last episode a lot, so it's now a thing. I'll kind of, you know, show her, explain to her kind of how it works and everything. Originally we were, and I'll kind of give her a quick summary of what we've been doing and stuff and okay. explain to her. We just left Avalon. We were on our way back when we found out that Mendric, who had been kidnapped by Marlow. And we know that they are both up in the caves we got about 25 hooligans up there with um, scary scarecrows. I'll explain the scarecrows to her. Mm. They've got Mendrick's wife, or we've got Mendrick's wife. Mandric's They've wife. got Mendrick. He wants Kay. the deed to the hollow. We've got some companions that we've met <laughs> on our way out. I'm going to ask her, actually. I was like, "Okay, do you know of anyone here in the hollow that sent some bounty hunters after us?
0: No, I don't know who would. All
3: right.
0: Except Mendrick. He's a dirty scoundrel.
3: Yeah, we're here to save him.
0: I don't know why. Personally, I think he's the one who invited the bandits, and they decided to turn on him.
3: It's possible, but would you believe me if I think it was the other M.W., Marlo?
0: I don't know who this Marlo
3: is. Apparently, there's some bad juju between them, and he used to own a company that Mandrick now is in charge of, and he's just out to get him. Anyways, he's up in the caves kidnapped these guys, got the bandits up there. We've got the group of bounty hunters that were chasing us are now working with us to get into the cave because they've got a bounty on someone else that's working with <laughs> Marlow. Um, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up. <laughs> 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 uh, uh, Scarecrows are evil, demonic, possessed by evil voodoo created by potentially hags. Um, we saw one. I didn't see one. Henley, you didn't see it either, right? You just came in afterwards.
6: I just felt it or something at the location, but it was Fenrir and Boudreau that saw the thing.
3: They basically, they cast blight and suck out your soul and kill you. um, these
0: ones did not.
3: No, what these guys do? One
0: froze one to death and the other one burned the other one. Great. That's
6: They're capable of more than one trick. One
3: trick. But that also might make them easier to defeat.
6: Ah, uh, baby?
3: we would be like, maybe if we could get them to attack each other.
6: I don't, I don't oh. know.
3: Anyways. Different, different topic. We'll let Fenrir know on that one. Uh, so that, that's kind of where we're at. Whoosh, two hours <laughs> later. Well, it sounds
0: like there's a lot of issues. But perhaps you have answered one of my worries. During our scouting, we have found that they have people in the canyon walls where the scarecrows are. And she's like pointing on the map. Here it seems to be their main entrance. As far as I know, the only entrance.
3: There is another entrance. I will we'll point at it on the map. Mm. And I'll click click the map and have the time change. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> at the little dotted lines and everything. Very
0: interesting.
3: But it looks like here
0: is where they have been keeping the miners. When they took over, when they took Bellerin. And they took Rochelle and that scoundrel Mendrick. They also took over the mines. They have took all the miners and put them in this mine here. And she points to like the fourth mine up. That seems that was our most prosperous mine. That we've been able to find lots of ore, good ore, and not too many monsters, rust monsters or. Any issues there?
3: Yes. And just that's not the same location that Mendrick and Marlowe are at, correct? Correct, it's not. Kay. But it's on the map, it's the
0: path to the back door. Okay. You could say. Yeah. It's through that mine. But I did not realize that it went so deep.
3: Surprise.
0: Most of that is, you know, giant holes in the ground. Mm-hmm. and caverns so we never really explored those that's fair but we are not manned to go after them because the thought was to go free the miners because a lot of our warriors are up there as well a lot of those who brought back and forth the, the supplies are locked up there as well their conditions I do not know
3: how many I mean, how many people do you think are up there in that mine? I would
0: guess about ten. And probably about three of them are capable of fighting. Okay. I know our two dwarven friends that always Naja and Thanak were up there. Okay. But my th- Thinking is they're probably dead because they would have put up a fight.
3: Yeah, I don't know. Um, What about? I mean, as far as you've got people here in the city, anybody? I mean, Ricardo was he still still alive and kicking? Is he considered an asset at this point? Do we have anyone else here in the city who might be useful and helpful?
0: An asset would be generously said about him. (laughs) My submissions is that he's the one who has been spying on us. Really? <laughs> Nothing proven, just my suspicion.
3: What, what leads you to that suspicion?
0: Well, as you know, he's been on guard duty, watching, and he has been found not on guard duty, Specifically when they came in, the bandits in invaded.
3: Interesting. And what did did you ask him about that? What did he say about it?
0: He claims that he was at sneaking beverages from Colin's place.
3: It's also a possibility. I mean, what other information do you have that could be useful? I don't... No, that I want to track into the city right now. If we need to, we can, but if you've got enough information.
0: The other information is that up the Crimson Pass Road, there was another group up there hiding in the trees.
3: Group like?
0: There seemed to be a heavily armored man with two orcs.
3: Oh, yeah, those are the guys I told you about earlier. They're with us. So they are friends. At this point, yes. <laughs>
0: At this point. Oh,
3: yes. They were the, the bounty hunters I told you about earlier that came after us. But we struck a deal with them and they let us go. And that's how we made ended up getting to Avalon. And we held up our end of the bargain. We just happened to come across them on our way up that path. They're heading in the same direction of us. And it's kind of the enemy of my enemy is my friend sort of situation. They have no qualms with us. I feel them to be reliable. Henley?
6: It's more like it's mutually beneficial to be with us on this Mutual, point.
3: Mutually beneficial for all parties involved. So There's a
6: bounty in the cave they want.
3: Yeah. One of the guys that works with Marlowe. I think. I'm assuming. Mm, I see. So we've got that guy and a couple orcs. Do you
6: remember his name? Ivan? Not Ivan's name. Who the their bounty. target is. I don't remember either. Can
3: I it roll for like it?
0: The- yeah, roll a, uh, <laughs> just roll a straight intelligence check. <laughs>
5: nope.
0: <laughs> the 13? Because it was just like earlier that day to yesterday, so. Yeah. What would you get, Henley?
1: <laughs> a six. A six.
3: Okay, And you I don't. have a
6: plus four. <laughs>
0: yeah, you don't recall your code, but you you remember it was oh.
4: cloth des.
3: Cloth des, mm-hmm. I believe the name the guy there he, after is cloth des. That means anything to you? Didn't mean anything not. to me either. But he's up there.
6: Apparently, he's an ex paladin
3: from Dum um, Dum
0: It's
3: quite a f- distance for
0: him to be.
6: Yeah, and Ex-Paladin doesn't bode well.
0: No. But if they are willing to help us, I'd rather risk their lives than any of these folks.
3: Absolutely.
4: Welcome to Tomes of the Chaos Bard mid-show break. I'm your host, Rupert Bumpkin, from the Rocky Talkie Gnome Radio Network. First item of business is the five-star reviews. Remember that Solomon will give you a shout-out and read your review on Solemn's column. Then he will review your review. It's great fun! Second is the Ko-Fi. This is our Patreon merchandise store. You can purchase keychains, coloring pages, and MP3s of our songs. You can also commission to feed the cast, or write a letter to Dear Budra. If you are interested in becoming a patron, there are three tiers, each with varying rewards, including a full post-show, DM Dave's Deep Dives, and coloring activity book with exclusive art. Go to Ko Fi.com slash Tomes of the Chaos Bard. That is Kofi K O dash F I dot com forward slash Tomes of the Chaos Bard. And help us grow. And last but not least, the biggest way you can help us is share us with your friends and family. That is all, folks. Back to the show
3: Um, what what about you, do you want to come with us on this, or are you going to stay here and kind of keep things under control in the city?
0: I suspect that if I vent, they might think something is up. Okay. I've been trying to stay face here to let them know that we are obeying their commands. Okay. We have yeah. been given strict commands probably by this cloth des, or one of his associates. That we are to remain here, that he has watchers in here. And that if there's any try to break free, people will lose their lives.
3: Mm, Any word on Drakaris?
0: He's been out of my reach. I do not understand why. Why he would go at such a time.
3: I don't know why, but I'm sure it was pressing. When he told
0: me he was leaving, he did not give me any information. And he left with that...
3: Tiefling, right?
0: No, I don't know of any tiefling. No? But he left with an, a wood elf named Varil. Interesting. He's been gone for about a week now.
3: Okay.
6: Is that when things sort of went bad? Soon after, yes.
0: About a day
3: later, this all happened. Somebody knew he left.
0: I told you they've been watching for some time, I'm certain.
3: Interesting. I'm going to look at Henley and be like, I don't know that it's wise for us to go out this door into the city.
6: No. And I think we're going to get, we have all the information that we can get.
0: I believe that if we act quickly, that we may be able to gain some kind of surprise on them. If your friends are capable, they could take things out
3: quickly and efficiently.
6: They sure took care of those gnolls easily.
3: Yeah, and I mean, their orcs are twice the size of me, Three times the size three
1: times. (laughs) I'm sure it wasn't a plot thing or anything.
3: (laughs) Not that I don't trust her because I do, Mm -hmm. but I just
2: want to get a read,
3: get a read on her and make sure, like, you know, she's been talking about, Mm -hmm. you know, a spy inside. Mm -hmm. And I don't believe it's her, but can I roll like an insight to see if maybe I'm picking up that maybe could I as well? Yeah, she's hiding something. Yeah, go ahead. And Roscoe, I'll give you advantage since you
0: know her a little bit more. Kay. You're familiar with the way she talks and things.
3: 22. Okay. I also got a 22. Nice. Twinsies. Um, <laughs> Twinsies. That was off of a natural 20, by the way.
0: Oh, natural 20. Okay, yeah. even better. Okay, Roscoe, you're kind of picking up the frustrations. You picked up, Henley, you picked up a little bit of the frustration and stuff. But you can tell that she's worn out that she's just f- done with the situation, but there's really nothing she can do. Right. And she is definitely a person that's like, uh, do this and ask forgiveness or ask questions later. And with your car's being gone, a lot of the responsibility is now on her shoulders to keep things going, and she's not comfortable in the situation at all to she has all these people under her that are counting on her, that are looking up to her, and she, this is not her comfort zone. But she's trying to put on a face. Right. You can definitely tell that she's putting on some face that way. Yes.
3: Picking up on that and everything, mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to look at her, and I was like, can I trust you with something? Of course. Okay. I'm going to pull off both of my bracers. Okay. I'm going to give them to her. I'm like these are very special. They're very special to me and I will want them back when I come back. And she like
0: holds them in hand. Obviously they're too small for her. Right. She just looks at them. She's like what
3: they're 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 magic and once you kind of get to know them and you know and they actually and I will re- you know show her Kay. pull out these daggers. Okay. And that you can throw them You can use them to shank people. If you throw it at your target and it misses, they just disappear. But they're just kind of in there. I've got a feeling that you're being watched, and I want you to have a backup in case something happens and you get captured. But I will be back for these. It's okay. Don't hurt them.
0: They will be used to hurt others. Uh, great. <laughs> I
6: love John. Very, g- very good answer.
0: Um, but she kind of like nods and she's still a little confused. But she's accepting. So what is the plan? Do we meet with your friends
3: um, and discuss? Well, our friends are waiting for us. Outside the city already. We've already met with them a little bit. We came in to do some. Reconnaissance. And kind of get the feel of what's happening in here. I think it's best. That you just play along. We were never here. Keep their eyes. On the city as much as possible. But don't cause problems. Don't get yourself in trouble. But if you can keep their eyes. Off of us going up there. That might give us the edge we need to do what we need to do and get everyone out of there safely.
0: I think I can pull that off.
3: Henley, anything else?
6: I take Willow aside. Okay. And I'm like, could is there enough room in the caverns for the residents of the Hollow to be safe?
0: Uh, well, there there is quite a bit of room in there. I mean one little spot that we had, it's not it goes deeper and there's other spots. I mean there's like a nice little steady stream also down the down a little walkway. But I mean there's not a lot of light and it's kinda cold, so if you don't have you know a fire in there and since we closed off the cavern door, you know, fires will fill up that cavern a lot with smoke and I mean, but it it would fit everybody, but it probably would raise a lot of suspicions. And plus, this door is supposed to be secret. I know, that's why I put you over here. I mean, but it, it could fit everybody.
6: Okay. Should we tell Juna as, like, a last safety measure?
0: And he, like, looks over at, at Juna, and he's like, "I maybe later, I I don't know.
6: Okay, keep it in the back of your mind if things get dire.
0: Yeah. I mean, if things get dire, then yeah, you can bring them through. But it's, you know, I don't want to endanger everybody here going down with those creatures.
6: That's true. Okay. And then huddle over.
0: (laughs) Okay. You just let me know when your plan is in action, and we'll go from there.
6: Leave it to us, Juna.
0: Also, they did end up taking their friends. That's Oscar. When they came in, they took him too. That can't bode well for Oscar. Oscar.
3: Oh, Oscar. That Oscar. Okay. It's like I know that name somewhere. Where (laughs) is it? Um... When they
0: got when they took Bellerin, he was in there, and they took him as well, but they of course didn't leave him shackled.
3: right. We'll keep an eye on him. that might be an asset inside if we can get to him or an enemy on the inside. just one more. So. I know many people here are
0: are stressed are hungry. They want to leave, but there's no way to for them to leave safely. We will get it Not until Joanna is here.
3: We will get it taken care of as as hastily as possible and we've got plans to get some relief in here as well, so Will you be taking Joanna with you? Yes?
0: It would be a very dangerous place for her to go.
3: What would you suggest? She could stay here,
0: hidden in the hut. It would be a safe place for her instead of going in the mines. A dangerous place. I assume she's some rich broad who doesn't know how to fight or probably even tie her own shoes.
3: uh, Accurate. Although I think she wears slip-ons. <laughs> Proves my points even more. Mm-hmm. Um I wanna roll another insight, just Kay. because this seems a little suspicious. Sus that she's pushing for Johanna to stay in town. Go ahead town. and roll it.
6: I wanna roll too.
3: Okay, go ahead.
0: Roscoe, you still have advantage?
3: Meh. <laughs> <laughs> uh that is a sixteen.
0: Eight. Eight. Yeah, Henley, you're still not picking up. Or this time you're not picking up anything. You're just like, oh, yeah, that could be a good idea. Roscoe, you're picking up something a little behind it. Like there's more to her thoughts about that. Because it brings to mind of like her talking, getting her here that – um. Joanna talking about how she um, wasn't that they just wanted to come here. Um, Willow, when you guys first met him back in the caves, he mentioned as well that they were making demands that when Joanna arrives,
3: get her to them. Can I do a a, a, a sidebar with Juna? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to be like, Give her the sus look Mm -hmm. and be like, can I, you and me over here privately for a second?
0: And she glances at Henley and Willow and starts heading towards that corner.
6: Henley's probably a little suspicious now.
3: Um, And I'm just going to look at him and be like, what's going on? Why, why, why the push for Joanna to be here? She just would be safe here under my watch. They wouldn't expect
0: her to be in the hollow's hut. They'd be waiting for her on the road.
3: Well, they'd be waiting for her on the main road into the hollow, but she'd be just as safe with us on the way up the canyon. I doubt that. There's creatures
0: up there, plus all the bandits. You'll be putting her in the line of damage.
3: I don't know, because, like, I feel like there's more going on, and... Roscoe feels like there's more going on but he doesn't know how to <laughs> right how to push it without saying, you know, exceeding my role knowledge. <laughs> um well, with that role knowledge, you do
0: get the idea she's not being completely honest with you.
3: Okay. Um so, so I understand
0: I you're trying to get her to to speak, but she's you know she's not one to Speak
3: a lot okay, so I'm gonna try and and use my um, hmm, words of persuasion, which okay. sometimes I'm good at. We'll see. Um, <laughs> I remember look at it and I'm just be like, "Juna, I don't know what you're not telling us, but we're all on the same page here. We're all on the same team, and if there's information that you're withholding from us, that could prove beneficial in the end." We need to know because at this point, we're the ones going up there risking our necks for this town. You're doing a great job here, and I'm not trying to diminish that in any way, shape, or form, but we're on our way up right now to push out the bandits and whatever's happening up there, and I get the feeling there's something you're not telling me in regards to Joanna, and if that's the case, I need to know because if it is safer to leave her here, that's fine, but I need to know Why we're leaving her here. Roll a persuasion.
0: And I'll give you advantage on this one, too. Oof. It's a 15. Okay. You kind of see her take a deep breath. And she looks over at Henley and Willow. And she just shakes her head. I don't understand why we can't just give them what they want. Why go in the back door? Why risk your lives and just give her up? Let them do their business and then they're gone.
3: Their business is going to end up with somebody dead. At least one of them, if not both of them. And
0: I don't care about their lives. I care about these people's lives.
3: I also care about these people's lives. But if they walk up there and they end up dead, what's going to happen to the people down here? Do you really think it's going to stop? you really think if we just hand it over and turn our backs that they're going to just walk away? They have everything they need. They already got you guys under control. If you just have... Hand over exactly what they're asking for, they're just gonna keep asking. They're gonna be- whatever what other options do we have? We do not have the manpower,
0: we do not have the lives to risk. You maybe have your friends, but they've been sitting there for weeks, far as I know, and they've been doing nothing except spying on us. They far as I know, they could be a part of whatever they're a part of.
3: I don't think they had any idea what's happening here. We're here to help. And if you think it's better to leave Joanna here, I will leave her here under your care. But she stays in this hut, and if anything happens to her, I will be coming after you, because it's not right to trade lives. We're trying to save the town and turn the town into what it's supposed to be and handing over a life for a life like that Isn't what the hollow's about.
0: And how do you know that they're going to kill her, huh? Far as I know, they
3: just want the deed to the place and they'll be gone. How do you know they're not, though? And how do you you know they'll leave?
0: Yeah. If you want to go risk your life, go ahead.
3: We're risking our life for you guys. We're risking our life for what this town is supposed to be and what it stands for. It's what we've been doing since we left.
0: Well, if you want to go risk her life, going through those mines and whatever dangers are back there, that's your choice. She seems to be your asset.
3: If I, I, I agree with you that it's probably safer to leave her here. But if I leave her here, will you give me your word that she does not get handed over? Unless we die. And she takes a deep
0: breath. You can tell she's just frustrated. We're all frustrated. right? <laughs>
6: low-key has, like, her hand on her sword hilt. Because
0: right. you heard her outburst. Oh, yeah, because
6: I heard her outburst, exactly.
0: Mm-hmm. And she just shakes her head. She's like, fine. I'll keep her safe here. I won't turn her in.
3: But you have three days. Can I have four? <laughs> I can't get there in three. I'll give you a week.
0: You're the best. <laughs> because I don't know if you'll be dead or
3: not. If we're not back in a week, hand her over. But.
6: How do you think Joanna's going to? Oh, I'm not. Ugh. Sorry. You
3: could, you could probably
0: interrupt right now because of that outburst. Okay. I don't think Joanna
6: will agree to that.
3: I mean, we can talk to her. I mean, obviously, but I if also she doesn't do, agree to it. She risks her life in the mines. I do if also. If she agrees with it, she'll be safe here. It probably will be safer for her here, where nobody knows she's here, and she's not hiding from bandits and wolves and bears and were creatures and stuff that could. She just she oh doesn't know how to defend herself. <laughs> And with her being there in the cave, we know how many people are up there. We know they've got the scarecrows and what they're capable of. Her odds of survival are far better down here than they are up there with us. And if she doesn't hear back from us in a week, then she can turn the deed over on her own. And nobody will even know she came here with us. She can walk through the front gate and pretend she just came out on her own. Right, Juna? Yes. Yes. I don't like the idea, but so I think I don't it's, like
0: it
6: either.
3: I think it's and the she
6: gives
3: Juno a little bit of a suspicious look. Either way, we need to head back and talk to everyone else and see get things going here. How
0: did you guys get in here in the first place?
6: I snuck go in.
3: I jumped through a window. She kind of just
0: eyeballs you up and down. <laughs> it's
2: a really high jump.
0: It
3: was a low window. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Probably a little doggy door.
2: <laughs>
0: Ooh,
3: There's the Juno we all know.
0: <laughs> I tossed him. I didn't realize there was don't windows that back all. in your little hideout
3: there, Willow. You don't ask, we won't tell. If it affects the security of this place? It does not. I know. So be it
0: just come back and let me know what your, what you decide upon.
3: We'll probably send Willow with a note so that you can get back to your duties and don't draw too much suspicion that you've been sitting in a healer's hut for an hour. Very well. And we don't draw attention to us walking out of a healer's hut that we never entered. And she just side eyes you a little bit. And she's
0: I will wait for your word. Okay. I she will. turns around and walks
3: out the door. Oh, shake hands. Shake <laughs> hands. <laughs> we'll wait Henley for Henley to...
6: does not
0: shake her hand. <laughs> she, does, she
3: doesn't even offer. Wait for her to walk out the door. And then once yep. she's gone, mm-hmm. out of sight and everything, head back to the secret tunnel. <laughs> okay. Meanwhile, back in the cave.
1: Woo! What's that lady's name again? The elf? Uh, Silenor. Silenor. Feel like I uh, noticed her at some point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. So I'm uh, probably attending to um, Uncle Popcorn. Yep. And probably healing him. Yep. With some powers because he's sleeping. Okay. Yeah, so he's yep. sleeping. And um. And you and, see
0: a lot of his wounds and stuff heal up and stuff. Yes. And he seems to be breathing a little easier.
1: And then uh, I like turn around. And he sees Selenor, and he's like, what? What are you doing here?
0: Fenrir invited me. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm going to get (laughs) Fenrir. What? Was she not supposed to come? No, she's not supposed to be here. You showed her the little rocker?
5: Well, Oops. <laughs> <He> goes, <laughs> and, <Luther> goes,
1: <sighs> and then he <laughs> What well, why can't she be here? Think about it, Fenrir And he knocks knocks on your head a little bit. <laughs> he goes, think about it! Think about it! She apart a group that tried to assassinate us! Huh?
0: We I
4: never mean,
1: tried to kill you. you? Catch us something. I don't know. I we wasn't really listening.
4: <laughs> We tried to catch you for sure.
1: Yeah. They do stuff like that all the time. And I don't know her, and she just now knows the secret area to, like, a place where they're, like, whale creatures and they're, like, all of these nice people. And Willow, think about Willow. That poor little Willow, could you imagine if she, like, came in here and was like, hello, Willow, and put a bag over her head and then took him away. Think about that. Now, Boudreaux.
5: I I didn't think about that. (laughs) I, I don't think she'd do that. And he kind of looks over at her and then looks back to you. Are you worth anything? <laughs> I am worth
1: more butterflies than you could put in a barrel.
0: Well, good thing I don't collect butterflies then, huh?
2: I'm going to be really upset because I've been, like, l- talking to... Um... Joanna, Mm
4: -hmm.
2: and like trying to keep her nerves calm and stuff like that. And so her nerves have kind of gotten on, like not on to me, but I'm now kind of feeding off the nervous energy a little bit. And I am just upset at the fact that he's now yelling at somebody who's been here for a while and at our friend and I'm done with it. I'm done with Mm -hmm. all the drama. And I think, you know, Garth has probably had some influence on that. So I'm going to stomp right up to him and be like, now you listen here, Boudreaux. Mm -hmm. She is a friend of some of your other friends. I don't know if you remember them or not. Back in Avalon. Mm, yeah, those ones. You be, yeah. Nice to, you be nice to this elf lady now. She did nothing wrong. She has a job just like the rest of us. Hey, I wasn't getting mad no, at her. you listen to I me. I was getting mad at him. him. <laughs> I don't care who you're getting mad at. You're getting mad at both of them. And Fanny did nothing wrong.
1: I had to think about my family. And look. Mistakes are made, okay? But family first. Yeah,
2: and Fanny's your family too.
1: That's why I got to talk to him.
2: Talk a little bit quieter. I don't know if you've noticed or not, but there's somebody over there kind of losing her mind. Be considerate.
1: Who? Joanna. Oh, <laughs> I forgot she <you> was here. <laughs> <laughs> so,
0: so many extra
1: people. <laughs> all right, all right. I'll think about it. But Fanny You're forgiven, I'm sorry I yelled at you, but seriously, I just gotta think about the other people, I'm
5: sorry. No, I mean, you're right, Boudreaux, maybe, maybe we shouldn't have showed her the way. I mean, if you trust her, I trust you.
1: Keep an eye on her. I don't trust you. (laughs) (laughs) Clearly. Roscoe. He doesn't know that you were the one that let him.
3: No, but two episodes, last episode, I had the argument to let her come and that I vouched for her and that she was going to come with us so that she could alone collect the information and use her elfy eyes because we didn't know where he was and you said no. And now because because, he's vouching for her, it's okay. Because because there's no
1: going back. Trust me, Boudreaux would have gotten mad at you but this guy's the one that let him in.
2: (laughs) So meanwhile, uh, I'm going to look all embarrassed while like at my outburst and just walk back to Joanna. Mm -hmm.
0: And you see Janky just like looking back and forth. Like he has no idea. He thinks this is normal. Like he's just like.
1: (laughs) And I I sit Janky down. We sit down on the ground Uh where me and Willow like to play marbles. And I go, listen, Janky. That was called anger. Do you remember anger?
0: Oh, yeah. My Uncle Paco always got angry at us when when we'd go mess with his moonshine.
1: I just got mad (laughs) because because of reasons, but everything's good now, and I just wanted to let you know because you seem a little confused. You don't yell at people just because you want to.
0: Oh, is that not a normal thing that goes on here?
1: No, 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 no. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> metagaming, yes. <laughs> oh, okay. But I did want you to know, I love you, and I'm so glad to see you again. And he hugs him.
0: He takes that very weird that you're hugging him, because, of course, in the lizard folk culture, they're not like that. You're definitely lovey-dovey. You like... The touching, you like the playing and stuff, or lizard folk are very not standoffish, but they're just don't have those kind of emotions. Mm. And so it's it's boudreaux. That's just how Boudreaux is. Yeah. But it's it's still like it's still odd to him. He's just like (laughs) because they don't understand what the meaning of love is, Mm -hmm. you know, that's foreign to them. And so he he, but he you've done this to him several times. (laughs) So he's just like i love you, too. You smell different.
1: Yeah, they made me take a bath. But I muddied up, but it's going to take me like a year to get back to what I was.
0: <sighs> yeah. Here, I'm, I'll help you.
1: Oh, okay. What the... What are we doing? Where are we starting? I heard some
0: water over here. Like We can go help you.
1: Oh, yeah, the, the stream. Yeah. Me- Let's go. Yeah, that's a great idea. Okay. <laughs>
6: Meanwhile, Henley... Like when we're in that back room, like, touches Roscoe's shoulder and goes, I don't trust her. She's a, a desperate lady looking for a desperate way out and would do anything. She's
3: frustrated about this situation and she's overwhelmed, but I trust her word.
6: But if anything happens, she'll hand over Joanna in a
3: heartbeat. In seven days.
6: No, I don't I don't know if she'd wait if something happened.
3: She what well, she I don't know that she's the the goal is She's
6: to, desperate. You can see it on her everybody face.
3: Everybody here is desperate. They're not getting food, they're not getting clean water, they're exactly. not getting anything.
6: They would but trade a life for food at this point. If we People change when they're hungry.
3: If we can't trust the people that we've come here to help, then What's the point of helping them? She gave me her word, and and all I can do is is have faith in her. I don't think she's going to do anything. She's frustrated, and she's overwhelmed, and we all understand that situation, which is why we've got to, to act on this now, but I don't think... Any harm will come to Joanna before this is resolved. And if it does, you can throw me to the creatures.
6: I I trust you, but I don't trust her one lick.
3: Well, at least you trust me then. I've worked side by side with her enough to know that when she gives her word, she's going to hold to her word.
6: I don't like the desperate look in her eyes.
3: I, I don't either, but we'll hope for the best but I think
6: people change
3: I know but I do also believe that Joanna would be safer not going up with us
6: oh I agree
3: and if she stays down here in the cave with Willow
6: but then she'd be with Willow not Juna
3: right so we tell Juna she's nearby but that she stays here and we keep her safe
6: I like that better. I don't wanna put her directly into Juna's hands.
3: No, I agree.
6: Sorry, I needed to I needed to speak.
3: No, I, I mean I I appreciate your concern and I mean at the end of the day everybody's, you know, opinions and, and thoughts are valid and they help make the decisions to do stuff. But I think for our sake it would be better going into a battle knowing that we can focus on the battle and not the, the dead weight at the back.
6: Absolutely.
3: And especially where this is going to be a, an uphill battle all the way up the hill. Mm. Mm-hmm. We. Uh,
6: I agree. We need to leave her behind. I just didn't want to leave her in Juna's hands. Directly.
3: And Willow's still with us at this point, right? <laughs> Correct. He's like is awkwardly. It, it so, cr- so I'm going to look at Willow and be like, would you, we're trying to, to solve all the problems here. Uh-huh. Um, would you be okay if Joanna stayed with you down in the cave for the next week or so while we go and mingle with some bad guys? I'm,
0: that, that That's fine with me. I can keep an eye out on her.
3: She can help find her some busy work she can do down there so she's not just sitting there twiddling her thumbs, picking her nails, crushing some kale or something.
0: Oh, you don't crush kale.
1: (laughs) (laughs) He just eats it. (laughs) Oh, you don't crush kale.
0: (laughs) I'm sure I could find her something to do, I guess.
3: I would appreciate it.
0: And he's like, look, you see him very cautiously like, Always eyeing the door, as you guys are... He seems to be kind of rushed to to go. Okay. But yeah, I I could find something for her to do.
6: Is everything okay?
0: Juna scares me. (laughs) (laughs) Rightly so. And she's pretty smart. I mean, she's probably watching this place right now. And if she doesn't see you guys leave, she might think something that you guys are maybe still here. I I don't know how long she's going to stay or if she's going to post somebody out there. So I just I don't want her finding this place. So, well, Rochelle just was very strict about keeping this secret.
6: Yes, rightly so.
0: Because it's one of those things of like if the were-creatures get out. Like if, if Juna found her way down there, or if anybody found their way down there, and then they got bit by a were-creature, they would have the knowledge of coming through this place and get loose. Yeah. And that's that's one of the big worries that we've, we've had, that yeah, somebody sure. might get bit and get their way out and trying to contain these things. And so,
3: and she's pretty stubborn, that, yeah. that Juna... I don't I don't think right now there's anything to worry about with okay.
0: her. But, okay, let, let's, so let's, let's talk let's just, on the way. Yeah, let's on the way, go.
3: So the longer, the longer we we're here. here, the more likely someone's to walk through the door and be like, hey, yeah. you don't belong here.
6: Yeah. Henley, like, braces
0: herself before while um, Willow's removing the rug and mm-hmm. opening the thing. He opens the trap door, you guys go back down. And you see him as he like starts climbing down. He's the last one in. He closes it and you see him pull this little string. And you can just see kind of the, the light that was up in his room just kind of disappear. And he continues on down. I think that's a good place to end. You guys are now back together getting ready to decide what exactly to do. Okay, thank you guys for listening so much. We've Love the interactions that we've had with you guys over, over Twitter, over Messenger. Keep listening. Share us with everybody that you know. Special thanks to DA Nichols for writing our songs and music for this podcast. And also a special thanks to Realmwalker, freesound.org, and Monument Studios for additional music and sound effects. I am DM Dave,
5: and to the right we have Fainer the Fantastic. <laughs>
3: Roscoe the man.
1: <sighs> Lila <Lyle> and Garatha. de And Henley. And until next time, we unroll the scroll
4: to tell the tale. Bye.